welcome to the Energetically Her podcast. I am your host, Kayla Linghoff, entrepreneur, women's coach, and dog mom. I am obsessed with showcasing the power of merging energetics and mindset to transform your life. If you are ready to start living your dream reality, to feel energized, unstoppable, and become a vibrational match for everything that you want, then this podcast is for you. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose for all things mindset, healing, manifestation, personal development, and so much more to become your version of Energetically Her. With brand new episodes out each week, I am so excited that you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome back to the Energetically Her podcast. Oh my gosh, I love our new intro. So excited to be able to have upgrades like that along the way for the podcast show. Let me know what you think of that new intro. I'm obsessed with it. So today we are talking all things nervous system regulation because our nervous system really is the foundation and it holds all the fundamentals for having a strong mind, body, soul, and spirit connection. And when we don't have a strong foundation for how we handle life, how we feel things, how things get interpreted and communicated to us in our body, everything becomes that much harder. So today I'm going to share with you 10 signs that you're in survival mode and survival mode can have a few different names to it. You might be familiar with some like fight or flight mode or freeze mode or freezing up. And it's basically when your nervous system has been compromised. This could be through an array of trauma, stress, genetics, mindset, environmental factors. And it's really another way of looking at unresolved chronic stress. And I think some of us think that the more stress we have or the more we're interpreting stress in our life of things going wrong or problems arising that it's just, it's going to be stressful and it's going to suck and we just have to suffer through it, but it's actually not true. When you have a strong and healthy nervous system, you have so much more resistance. You're resilient to stress and how you might interpret something as a challenge could now be an opportunity instead, or a new way to be curious about a different way to solve something. And so the way that you look at your life and how things present themselves to you will totally change. Things that used to really get under your skin and bother you will no longer even get any ounce of your attention. You won't even bat an eye to them with a strong nervous system. And so that's why today we are doing all things nervous system regulation. And this episode is near and dear to my heart because I was in survival mode for years and I had no idea what it was. I thought survival mode was something that happened when your adrenaline was rushing. Maybe you were camping and running from a bear or some sort of animal. It didn't occur to me that you could be in today's world, living in the modern world. You could be in your house, in your apartment, at work, surrounded by family or friends or even by yourself. And your body and your mind is looking for threats, looking for little red flags of any cue that it's time to freeze up or time to run. And with having that increased constant fear or feeling of unsafety, it doesn't allow us to relax. It's so draining to be hyper alert and to be overwhelmed and exhausted and you can't really pinpoint why. And very few things are giving you that energy, that comfort, that healing that you need. 
And so I really wanted to share today's episode with you. We're going to go over 10 signs that you're in survival mode. We're also going to talk about how to get out of it, how to heal your nervous system and how to take back that joy and passion and just being able to be present in the moment with your life, to not feel like you're constantly on autopilot and just running around trying to do the most, this is going to allow you to live your life and take back the happiness and the fulfillment that you've been looking for. Let's get into the 10 signs that you are living in survival mode. And I have an entire list on my phone. I actually have about 40 different symptoms or signs that you could be experiencing. So if you want a part two or three or four to this episode, let me know over on Instagram. I would love your feedback. I'm not going to go in any particular order, but I am going to share 10 of the main and most important signs that I believe that would determine if you're living in survival mode. And then we'll go into what I would recommend to fix and regulate yourself to be able to give you back your happiness, your fulfillment with life, your passions, your joys, being able to be present in the moment with your family, with your friends, with yourself, and really just being able to live your life to the fullest extent of what that looks like for you and to not feel weighed down and held back. Okay, starting off with number one, this is you're unable to rest and put your phone down. You could be falling victim to, what do they call it now? Doomsday scrolling. That is such a a coined term because it's exactly how it feels. You're constantly scrolling on social media, through your emails, through your messages, but yet you don't actually have the energy to respond to anyone. You don't want to talk to anyone, but you just feel this attachment like you can't put it down. And you might think that you're resting by being on the couch with your feet up or being in bed on your phone, but actually you're not. Like your body just feels agitated and you just can't actually relax. Number two is emotionally reacting to even small things, things that maybe in the past didn't bother you as much. It could be the same phrase someone said or the same demeanor or attitude. It's really getting under your skin now. It's really bothering you. You don't really have the patience for someone else or even yourself. You feel very on edge you don't really enjoy or are proud of how you're handling things, how you're reacting and how you're responding and how you're kind of just handing out your energy and your power by giving an emotional response to something. Number three is struggling to focus or even just finish your normal day-to-day tasks. This could be doing the dishes, getting ready, but you're not able to actually finish something without getting distracted with something else, like taking the trash out, putting something away, and you're constantly interrupted. You might be someone who has a whole bunch of projects around work or the house that are just halfway finished or maybe not even halfway, and uh, things are getting a little bit messy and chaotic, and it's hard for you to stay organized. You might have a day where you deep clean, everything's organized and good, and then it slowly or fast or fastly gets back to being messy and chaotic. Number four is being overwhelmed with chronic anxiety and stress, and it's like having this giant 
heavy blanket weighed over you all the time. And not those nice weighted blankets that sometimes people use for anxiety or for feeling just comfort. But this heavy feeling is like something you can't escape out of your body. You could go to the mall, you could go get something to eat out, you could be at your favorite place, and yet you still have this uneasiness And you have this overwhelming amount of stress and anxiety that's being caused from things externally around you, things internally, and you're just feeling very unsettled. Number five is you really feel like you're lacking a motivation for having passion in your life, for wanting to go do your hobbies or try new hobbies or go enjoy lunch out or grabbing a coffee with a friend. You're really struggling to actually enjoy the moment and enjoy life outside of work and personal obligations and responsibilities. And everything just looks a little bit more gray. You're struggling to find that fulfillment and that happiness in maybe the things that used to make you happy. And maybe you are feeling a little bit more depressed or you've been in a funk for a minute, a few weeks, a few months. And maybe you have felt like this for a few years even, or as long as you can remember. That's okay. I was personally in a funk, a heavy funk, like a very deep, dark depression for about five years. And that's genuinely how I felt. And that's okay. And I'm sharing this because I don't want anyone listening to feel bad or start to criticize themselves or how their journey has looked. The purpose of these 10 signs is to just allow yourself to be curious and to build some awareness. And as we go through these, think about, does this apply to you or does this not? And you might even be more like myself than you realize with having a childhood that was full of stress and trauma and things that no child should have to see or feel or experience. And your nervous system has been unregulated for quite some time. That's totally okay. You're not alone. And the purpose of today's episode is to help you. And I'm always here for you. Okay, getting back on track here, number six is you feel tired even after long periods of rest, even after taking it easy, maybe you're watching your favorite TV series or show, binging movies, maybe you're off your phone and off technology and you're doing household stuff, you're cleaning, you're redecorating or rearranging your space, your apartment, out walking your dog, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you when you're not working you still feel tired. Maybe you're allowing yourself to do nothing, to just really relax and reset your energy, but you still just actually can't relax. You couldn't be someone who could take a nap or to be able to fall asleep quickly or to wake up energized because you're always just so exhausted. And it's almost like the more you're trying to relax on the bed, on the couch, the more you're thinking about your to-do list and all the things that maybe you didn't get to this week or all the things that are going to pile up for next week and all the stuff that you just feel obligated and responsible to do or you feel guilty that you didn't make as much progress this week on things or that you forgot about bills that were due or appointments, whatever that is, everything is just on your mind like a phone with a hundred tabs open and you're just not able to actually relax. Number seven is where I feel like I'm personally attacking my old self in a a loving way, of course, because I would have never thought this was part of your nervous system. I thought that this was part of my personality 
And I kind of cringe when I say that because I've grown and I've changed so much, but I genuinely thought that this was just part of me of not having enough patience when I was younger. But number seven is you cannot be bothered by handling the slightest inconvenience in your life. Maybe you get your coffee order and it's wrong, or something doesn't ship to your house in time, or just handling people in your life, like your friends, your family, your kids, your neighbors, people you work with, they're just annoying to you. You cannot be bothered by them, you know, not hitting the bar of expectations that you're setting or them being late, them forgetting something. This is part of your nervous system. This is how resilient or unresilient you feel and how vulnerable you feel to your external circumstances. And so when it comes to already feeling on edge, you're already walking that line. Am I going to have a good day? Am I going to freak out 50 times? If you're already on that edge, any little slight gust of wind is going to send you over the edge. And that's why it's even the smallest things that really can get under your skin. Going on to number eight, this is having difficulty with your memory. You've become very forgetful and maybe this is newer of something you've noticed. Maybe other people in your life have noticed this for you, but you're forgetting a lot of things, appointments, birthdays, your own personal commitments, time for stuff. And you might possibly have a hard time with staying organized with a calendar or something. But even if some of us are writing it down, we're still forgetting it. It's just our brain is so full. There's too many tabs open and it's hard to sort everything. It's hard to keep things straight and to not forget stuff because we're not actually able to relax. And so we're not getting that reset. Even when we're sleeping, we're not able to kind of do a brain dump and unload everything from the day. When we sleep, we actually process a lot of our information and memories and stuff. And so not getting adequate sleep because we are so high strung and on autopilot or so drained that it becomes really hard to be able to remember stuff. Number nine is using things to distract or numb yourself on your current situation and how your life right now is feeling and how it's looking. These distractions or things that you could be using could be drinking, it could be shopping, it could be food, fast food even, something that's a quick fix, um, an instant gratification to give you some sort of comfort. It could be going out every single weekend to avoid from how you're feeling or things that are just deep below the surface that you don't want to deal with right now. And so by staying busy, you're avoiding them at all costs. It could be binging Netflix or Hulu and just constantly doing something, not allowing yourself to have any downtime, any free time, any time to meditate or journal or just check in with yourself and see how you're feeling, whatever that is. When we are using something to distract, it's because we're avoiding the feeling. Number 10 is also such a good one that a lot of us need to hear. This is often feeling threatened by criticism and by the opinions of others and taking things personal and assuming that people are saying something or doing something in a judgmental way. Now, it's not to take away the fact that there are people that you're going to encounter in life that are jealous or they are trying to put you down or they are trying to critique you and have you fit their standards. This isn't what I mean. Of course, have the discernment of what you fit, what you believe to be true in your own life. But when we often feel threatened by criticism, 
what I'm saying here is to be so defensive, to be quick to assume someone has bad intentions. They're doing something for themselves and they're only thinking of themselves in a selfish way and they're not positioning it in a way that's helpful for you. This could feel like criticism, right? When someone's telling you something and you don't like what they're saying or you don't want to believe it, man, maybe it's true. Maybe there's some part of what they said that you're like, ooh, because that's so accurate, I feel defensive because I feel like you're attacking my character or who I believe I am. And there's some truth to that. And so it's uncomfortable. So I'm going to lash out because I don't want to deal with those feelings and I don't want this person to be right. That happens to a lot of us. I resonate with this so much because this is how I used to feel all the time. I was always trying to protect myself and always trying to make sure that no one was being a red flag or saying something to set me off in a way that made me feel even more unsafe. And it could be nothing to do with what they said or how they said it, but it's just our nervous system and our mind and our body trying to protect us. We basically have this overwhelming sense of unsafety. And so everything, even small, seems like a mountain to our senses and how we're experiencing the reality around us. Okay, now that we've covered the 10 signs that you could be living in survival mode or fight or flight mode, let's go over my personal recommendations for how you can heal and regulate your nervous system. And these modalities and techniques is not every single thing out there, but these are what I personally recommend. So the first one is going to be mirror affirmations. If you were to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am safe in my body, I am protected, it's safe for me to be me, it allows those to seep into your conscious mind, which will then embed itself in your unconscious mind to change that belief. Something else that's really important to do is making sure that you're getting enough sleep. So maybe you change things around a little bit. You get a different pillow. You start to dim the lights an hour before you go to bed. You start drinking sleepy time tea, whatever it is to get your body into a more relaxed state to really allow yourself to sleep well and to process everything from the day. Deep breathing is another good one. When we're in fight or flight mode, our breathing becomes more shallow and we can feel like we're out of breath. We can tend to sigh a lot. We can tend to yawn. And those are signs that you're not getting enough oxygen. So allow yourself to take some deep breaths, relax your shoulders. And even if you have to set a timer on your phone a couple times a day to just give yourself three minutes to yourself, this will definitely help. Another good one too is grounding your energy. So going outside, even if it's in your backyard, touching your feet on the grass and allowing yourself five minutes to just relax and reset. Our bodies are full of energy and electricity. And when that gets all confused or when it's not streamlined how it's supposed to, it can create problems and symptoms in our bodies. And so allowing it to reset through nature is a great way, and it's free to be able to implement this whenever you need it. Something else that is totally overlooked is just plain movement. This could be working out, it could be yoga, getting a massage, going on a walk, stretching your body and breaking up your fascia. All of those are great ways to get your energy moving and to allow yourself to get out of your head and into your body. And with movement comes endorphins and comes different chemicals in the brain and the body that release and allow you to reset. 
something else that I totally recommend for nervous system regulation and feeling like your best self is EFT tapping. This stands for emotional freedom technique, and this is similar to acupuncture, but minus the needles. So it goes in and is able to rebalance your energy and to allow anything from the past, any experiences, any limiting beliefs, any insecurities to be able to dissolve, to really get to the root of what's blocking you or what's stopping you from feeling your best and being able to create a life that you love. And so EFT tapping is something that I actually offer sessions for. The link is in the show notes if anyone is curious, but the range that this helps with is so immense from anxiety, depression, PTSD. You could also do tapping for more confidence, more abundance, more aligned opportunities, and allowing yourself to really align your energy with what you actually want in life. Something else I wanted to add is I also have some video reels over on Instagram that have a lot of information that's so helpful about your nervous system and regulation and your emotions and all that good stuff. So make sure that you're over on Instagram and following to keep up with all the stuff over there. I hope you enjoyed the 10 signs that you're living in survival mode, as well as my recommendations for healing your nervous system and regulating your emotions. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to let me know over on Instagram. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye.